It is time for the Batman Returns Christmas Special. This is Mostly Superheroes. You didn't ask for it, but you got it. It's the Batman Returns Christmas special, and we've been talking about it all year. <laughs> I think we asked for it. <laughs> PC Mike, the, Everyone. the giggler, welcome, fellas. Um, are you guys ready? I mean, are you guys ready for today? Or like, I've been so excited about this legitimately. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna brag on you for a second too because I watched your little clip that you posted on Instagram with all your flub ups, and you just did this in one take to get us in. So look at you. <laughs> yeah. All one take, Logan. All one take, Logan. I was like, uh, I'm gonna show people like this isn't as easy as you think. Like I'm sometimes down here for two hours making a 30 second thing. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you did it. You nailed it today. So. Yeah. This one, it's like when, the more excited I am and the more uh, informed I am, yeah, the better those intros become. Well, today is the much-anticipated Batman Returns Christmas special. It's December 17th. Um, been a busy week for the show. We've already released two interviews this week of Logan's Heroes. Uh, yeah, we'll give we'll give some class for that. We had a couple good interviews. Stephen Walden, local artist. Ed Herman, local lawyer and YouTube personality. Uh, get over and check those out if you haven't. But today, we are in the Christmas spirit, and we're doing... Uh, uh, first of all, the focus, of course, is going to be Batman Returns. Very much so the focus of today's episode. We're going to be giving you some sound bites, some video clips, our favorite parts, um, some funny stuff about the film, some uh, of our favorite Michael Keaton moments. And we have the first annual Mostly Superheroes gift exchange today. And just so you know, listener, might be something a little special for you at the end. Give a little teaser there. Let's just jump right in. We're going to give you the normal run of show today. Fan mail. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Let's try that again. Our first section. Fan mail. First section, as always, nothing different here. Fan mail. And uh, we know this guy. <laughs> I might not feature his full handle in the episode if he doesn't want me to. But it is our Star Wars guy, Jake. Star Wars source. Star Until War he comes on the show, it's just a Star Wars source. It is true. I've been kind of loose with that title, especially after the interview I had this week with Steven. I, saw, I heard him talk about Star Wars, and I was like, wow, we really don't know shit about anything. <laughs> we did, we did yeah. like the Mandalorian and stuff, and we're trying. We really are. And I'm like, man, we just don't know. <laughs> it is tough. It is. It's like we love the show so much, and we're like, we're here to talk about it. But people, I bet, like the diehard like Clone Wars fans are like, yeah, if you're just like a guy that kind of knows about Star Wars, these are your guys. But we need more. Steven's going to come in for us. I agree. Jake, you can't be our guy yet, but you're definitely a fan. I know that. And he he chimed in on a poll. Not a poll. I put out some thoughts on the original James, or uh, not James Gunn. That's who's doing the new Suicide Squad. Um I have I, I put out a review on the original Suicide Squad film with Will Smith, Margot Robbie, 
And uh, my whole take, take, it looks like Jake agreed. He commented on our post, and he said, the villain didn't fit the movie. It should have been the Joker, and I can't agree more. I don't know the last time you guys saw Suicide Squad, but the villain was really the biggest problem with the film. It's like you they did a great job introducing the characters. They did a great job putting you in the universe of, like, Batman and Superman. But it was like, who, oh, they're fighting – Oh, they're fighting the witch that they introduced us to. Like, who cares? Right? Not to, okay. do- not to dog on Suicide Squad a little bit, but I, I I saw the problems with it, and actually it was a lot more fun than I realized after I rewatched it. A lot of the films like that are, I feel like. And I know we talked about it, but, like, the villain is the problem with the chunk of those movies right there, I feel like. Like, Steppenwolf and all them. Like, I don't have a connection. You had a connection to the Joker because... He tried to kill Harley Quinn. Like that's your connection there, and they, I they just missed the ball on it. So, yeah, sure. Well, we uh, we're gonna get to see this movie redone. So I'm excited to see what James Gunn does with it. Not to mention we're gonna get a whole show spinoff focusing just on Peacemaker. So we're here for it. But shout out to you, Jake. Thanks for uh, engaging with us. That was from Instagram. Uh, if you want to get shouted out on fan mail, it's as simple as that. Shoot us a line, make a comment, and you could be featured on the show. The, the studio phone, guys. I'm plugging it every episode now. So <laughs> I plugged it in the last episode uh, when we did. Uh, I was on Instagram Live. We're doing this all the time now. So we do have a studio phone. I'm checking it regularly now. I've got it hooked up to the mixer. It's ready for calls. I don't know what happens when it even rings. So like we might just hear it go off while we're talking today. <laughs> um, but the number for you listening, it is a Google Voice line. You can leave messages. You can text it. You can call it. You might get us live. You might just get – if you leave us a message – there's a pretty good chance. There's like a hundred percent chance right now that you'll end up on the show because we don't have any voicemails. Um, so give us a call. The number is seven five four call log. That's seven five four two two five 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 six four. There's no like toll free number or anything. I'm just a guy that has a Google voice line, and that's what you got to call to get through. So give us a call on the studio phone. We'll get you in here. Want to feature that for sure during fan mail. Mike, looking at you. You had teased us out with some maybe some funny things about St. Louis. I remembered us think, talking about it. Do you remember something about Batman Returns and a correlation to St. Louis? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I do. So if you're from St. Louis and you've been to Six Flags back in the early 90s era, there was a ride called Castaway Kids. That was at St. Louis. I think it's where Scooby Doo was, and all yeah. of that. One of my that buddies, the, uh, Justice League ride. Yeah, and one of my buddies is like, "Where the penguin lives," always reminded me of the <laughs> Castaway Kids old school in Six Flags St. Louis. So I was like, you know what? That's our St. Louis tie. We're St. Louis guys. Logan has a St. Louis hat on. Um, and I thought that was hilarious because, like, it is, like, an old wooden, like, arc-looking type thing with cold and water and stuff. I was like, you know what? As a little kid, yeah, it probably was where the penguin lived when you were younger. So, shout out Castaway Kids, Scooby-Doo, and I, Andy said the new Justice League. That ride's fun. I did it, like, five times last time I went there. Is it a shooting game like the Scooby-Doo one was? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great. I mean, that's great. And it's also, I mean, of course, Six Flags, you know, Warner Brothers, the whole place is like basically Gotham City anyway. So you're already in that frame of mind, I feel like. I can remember going to when the Batman first opened up 
and waiting like three hours in line just to ride the Batman and like seeing like the cop cars and old Gotham. And I was like, this is, this is heaven on earth. And then the Batman ride, which I love is probably my favorite roller coaster of all time. took 45 seconds. So. Yeah. Uh, I remember standing yeah. in that. It was every field trip, right? It was like either you went to, where we grew up, which is like outside of the city. We didn't live in the city. So you couldn't just like zip over to, the big attractions. It was like, all right, guys, we're loading up the bus. It's going to be an hour and a half drive, and we're going to Six Flags, and we just lose our minds. <laughs> we get in, we take a right, and we go straight to the Batman. Straight to the Batman, <laughs> first ride every time. And yeah. and then in the summertime, you'd always have that moment of, like, should we go to Hurricane Harbor first? <laughs> I don't even have my trucks on. <laughs> oh, uh, hopefully that's reminiscent for any Six Flags trip you've taken out there as a listener. Um, but let's keep it moving along for sure. But I'm glad we featured that during fan mail. That was perfect. What you watching? What you watching? Got a nice little visuals for us today based on what each of us are watching today. I uh, did a little little uh, research again. Give you, the viewer, a little bit of extra. Again, plug in our YouTube channel. We have all these visuals for us. Um, just starting off with me, what I'm watching this week. I think we can make this round pretty quick today. We're watching The Sopranos for the very first time, and we just started season two. Mike's giving claps. So I'll give a clap because Mike's giving claps. You guys seen it? Yes. No. It's probably my top. It's in my top five of all time, I would say. Holy moly. That's quite yeah. a that's quite a, a statement. I didn't realize that. I don't know if we have said that before on this show. I didn't realize that you put it up, up that high. I watched it one summer. And I wanted to be Italian, so I'd be making like big Z and stuff like that, just like on a random Tuesday. <laughs> and we are getting too deep into this, but no, it's it's amazing. Well, it we're really we're on season two. I am enjoying it so far. I will say the first couple seasons are just they're a little slow. I feel like, but I feel like you have to get to know the characters for you to start caring about kind of what their day to day is going on. And I do see them planting seeds of like, oh, this might happen. This might happen. Um, I'm right now we're at the part of season two where John Favreau enters <laughs> and is part of the story. And that's been so fun seeing like a very young John Favreau and talking about, uh, what's his, uh, it's not slicker. It's not shooters or city slickers. What's that movie he did. And they talk about it a lot in the show, but anyway, he's a lot of fun and I'm enjoying it. So we'll keep you posted on the Sopranos. I'll give you our take when we're done with it. We're kind of moving through, but, um, moving on to, Andy, I'm going to ask you to keep this one spoiler-free, but I want to hear your take on the show. You're watching The Flight Attendant? Yes. It's uh, it's definitely very suspenseful. Uh, one of those shows that kind of keeps you on the edge of your seat the whole time. Just the story of kind of there's a murder and you, you don't know who did it and kind of takes you through what happens afterwards. But um, Spinelli is actually uh, on HBO Max today. So I haven't watched it yet, but I'm very much looking forward to that. Have you? So you haven't finished the season yet? Not yet. There's yeah. This finale came out today. We watched today. all the first seven episodes in like one day last weekend because didn't have anything else to do. Okay, so in yeah. my mind, you had finished the series, but you're right. Today's only Thursday. I think that's the day they release yeah. them. Um, Carrie and I've been yep. watching too. So yeah, that's awesome. Mike, have you seen it yet? Yeah, I watched the first two episodes, so a little behind, but. I think it's a unique show too, and they do it like a twist of things that I haven't really seen a show do. 
um, the kind of how the aspect of the, mur I mean, murder shows are everywhere, but they did a little twist with it, um, kind of with what's going on inside of her head and thinking it out and stuff, at least the first two episodes. So, Cool. Yeah, we'll keep you posted on Flight Attendant. I've liked it, too. We have enjoyed it. It's just, I think it's a fun show. Like, it's just, it's just so well shot, and there's a lot of, it looks great, and you can tell the actors are, they're in for it. So, usually when that you mix those two things, you can usually stay entertained. Um, Mike, I'm just going to let you explain what you said you've been watching. But we do have a nice visual for you guys. Uh, me and my buddies in my other group text have been talking, and like, we go like around Robin and each week one of us picks an old wrestling pay-per-view to watch. And um, so mine last, it was my turn last week and I picked one from 1989, the great American bash NWA WCW. And we'd watch it and just kind of talk about the matches. Cause a lot of the stuff we haven't seen. Um, it's cool. It's just kind of cool to go back and relive the glory days. And it's something that just kind of have on in the background. It's kind of like, mindless and you just you're relaxing after a day of work you pop on um a war games match and you just watch i think the championship match was rick flair versus terry funk in the one that i watched in 1989 so it's just kind of cool to go back and because i've never seen it and see all those kind of old things but um yeah we're watching the flight attendant as well uh the lady does not watch the wrestling paper old 1989 <laughs> wrestling pay-per-views with me so those sound pretty fun though like even like you know you guys are more the wrestling fans but like you, you know watching back the old stuff like you said it, there's just like a tone and like the atmosphere and the culture just seemed like it was so rich you know back in the yeah. 70s and 80s that i get i get the appeal so like this yeah. last one we did was i think it was no way out 2001 or something like that um and the last match i just watched was stone cold steve austin versus triple h in a best two out of three falls match no holds bar. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one was a cage match. So they had fought in a cage. I need you to add me to this, this group text. They need to be added immediately so I can watch these. Just keep it on the schedule. Yeah. I, I don't want to be in there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, all right, cool. Uh, so that's what we're watching this week. And we did want to highlight uh, the – we are going to talk about The Mandalorian, just so you guys know. We're going to – uh, if you can't tell, we're going through our normal sections a day. The meat is obviously going to be Batman Returns, so plenty of that coming very soon in the episode. Um, news and rumors. So with that, uh, let's get some news and rumors, and we're going to start with some news, and we're going to segue into the Star Wars news that they talked about, and then we'll wrap up news and rumors today just with a quick look at uh, The Mandalorian and getting ready for the next episode. And I've got us some visuals, so we'll keep it nice and easy. Big, big news in the last week. I did a whole episode on this, so today will definitely be more of just a run-through. If you want to hear a, a deep dive of the announcements that Disney made, go and listen to episode 23. That's streaming now in your podcast app, and actually the video will be available tomorrow, December 18th, sometime uh, whenever I get around to it. But it'll be, it'll be there tomorrow for you, so you can watch it too. But for today, um, this is from The Verge. Big thanks to The Verge. They've uh, put together a really great article, um, and... Disney announced their whole slate, basically, of 2021. What's coming? So let's just take a look at uh, some of the lists. Starting in the MCU world, this is so exciting. Phase 4 is kicking off. <laughs> Starting with WandaVision, January 15th. Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to come strolling right behind it in March. We've got a full trailer for that. Did you guys see it? Mm -hmm. Yes. Can't wait. It looks like... You know what it looks like? It looks like Captain America Winter Soldier. 
and of course it's the same you know crew and people and stuff yeah. no surprise but like i mean like a, it looks like a movie yep i can't i can't wait i don't even know what else to say besides that just yeah well, and it's hard. It's hard too, right? Because we like we just don't know quite know. But I'll tell you, it's fun to have this schedule in front of us again. Um, we got our first look at Loki. That's going to be coming in May 2021. I think I'm most excited for this one. I would have to agree. Some of the scenes in the trailer where you can kind of see like Avengers Tower and it's like uh, it's like decimated, so it's kind of it's a whole different timeline. So there, who knows what's going to happen? I know I've read that it's. Uh, the Loki from Endgame that escaped with the Tesseract, and you can kind of see it the, in the trailer, I think, where he, like, gets spit out from that uh, instance. So, I don't know. I can't wait. That, that's such an awesome premise, and who knows what's going to happen with that. Loki's an awesome character, so. Yeah, the um, I think the trailer actually opens with that. It's the scene from uh, Endgame. I mean, it's, it's him picking up the Tesseract, looking around. So this is a 2012 Loki in the prime of his evil spirits, and he's on the run. I don't know if he's jumping multiverses or if he's just living in like a um, his version of like 2012 and on. And either way, what are we talking about? This is so exciting. I can't believe that this is our life. This is going to be so fun. Is that the perfect casting for Loki too? Yeah, that's another one of those that like I think the moment he played the character, they were probably like, we're going to do this, this forever. Is- yeah, Tom Hiddleston is just unbelievable. Um, running down the list, Hawkeye's coming. Uh, that'll be even late fall 2021. Excited for that. Um, and Haley Steinfeld, that's she's coming on. She'll be playing his his daughter. Um, and then some later stuff. I think this will probably be getting closer to uh, 2022. Iron Heart. This is set to start Dominique Thorne, engineering protege Riri Williams. Then you have Armor Wars. This one I am super excited. Uh, curious about examines Tony Stark's biggest fears, which I mean we saw some of that play out, you know, throughout the the arc of Tony Stark, especially like in Iron Man three and and Iron Man and the first Avengers, and it's gonna have Don Cheadle in it. It's amazing. He plays, of course, Rhodey, and then we have Secret Invasion. That looks like Nick Fury might be in there as well as Ben Mendelsohn's skull shapeshifter uh, Talos. So he was the shapeshifter in Captain Marvel, and then he's in the end credit scenes. Spoiler alert for Spider-Man: Far From Home. You kind of get some, you get that footage of Nick Fury working with them, and that's the whole Secret Invasion storyline. That's about the extent of my knowledge on that. I haven't read those comics or anything, but I I know it's going to be fun because I already love those characters. Not to skip over any of these by any means. Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel. Um, those are going to be coming. Uh, they, they announced them. I don't think they have dates yet. And then... No, just, oh, go ahead, Andy. Yeah. Go, go ahead. No, yeah, I was just going to say that they're out, those ones, they don't have a lot of information on other than just people that are going to be in it. Yeah, they've they, yeah yeah they keep announcing the actors like they said like Mark Ruffalo is probably going to appear in She-Hulk. Um, in my interview with Steven uh, yesterday, he was talking about how she she Hulk is one of the funniest, smartest characters in the MCU. So I'm really excited to see kind of what that looks like on screen, yeah. and also what the She Hulk literally looks like. I've never like I've seen comics, and it's like a looks like a an Amazonian like buff green woman. I'm like, how do you, how do you do that in live action? That'll be cool. 
And it looks like, I'm going to say they took a page out of our book here. Marvel Studios is working on a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special for 2022. They knew. They knew. Yeah, I feel like somebody was like, hey, look at this guy. They're doing a Batman Returns Christmas special. What if we... (laughs) So I'm very excited for that. Also excited for this I Am Groot series. Of short films starring group so vin diesel you know he's gonna get some action again that's great big movies black panther 2 looks like it's going for uh set for july 2022 way far off they have announced they're not going to recast chadwick boseman that would have been insane i don't even know how that was discussed but they're gonna definitely fill the mantle who we'll see very excited for ant-man and the wasp quantum mania so it's going to be all around the quantum realm he's going to be facing off against jonathan majors he's from lovecraft country as kang the conqueror apparently one of marvel's biggest villains of all time i don't know how you couldn't be excited for that i love i love the ant-man movies dr strange multiverse of madness that's supposed to be tying in wandavision and the the third spider-man movie which is filming right now in atlanta Doctor Strange has been confirmed to see seen on that set, actually. And then uh, lastly, they announced it. Marvel's going to make Fantastic Four again. I'm not clapping yet. I'll wait till I see it. Yeah, I mean, we're kind of 0 for 2-ish. I mean... Well, we're 0 for 4. I, I, some of those first ones were okay to me. Well, and that's funny because I, I told you guys, I think, on an episode, I rewatched Silver Surfer. The sequel. Um, we're talking, of course, about the Jessica oh, yeah. Alba, Chris Evans, uh, and I, I. I enjoy both movies, and you can see, you can tell that like Stan Lee cameos in both of them. I think Kevin Feige worked on them, so they they have the bones of a good movie. It's just in all of those movies, it's not even fair to like look back at them because they were they were back they were experimenting, you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's get into Star. I think this is going to be our Star Wars segue. Obi Wan Kenobi was officially confirmed. So we're talking Mandalorian universe, Star Wars universe now. Ewan McGregor's coming back. You can play Obi-Wan Kenobi on screen. I don't think they have any details of this yet. But it, uh, the detail, well, they don't have ingrained details. But they uh, they did announce that this show, along with Ahsoka, she's getting her own show, is going to be in the Mandalorian universe. So it's just going to be crossover city. I, mean, I don't know if you're going to go through them, but isn't there nine Star Wars short shows or something like that that's going to? There are. There, there was a, there was a bunch, and I just don't know enough about them. And they're spinoffs of spin, spinoffs. So I wanted to stick with. I, and again, <clears throat> in my episode 23, I do take you deeper into these. So if you want to hear like about what else Star Wars has going on, go back and listen. But for today, just wanted to highlight the stuff that I know would be most important and vital to the Mandalorian. Season finale tomorrow. Season two finale. You guys see these gifts moving on your end? I got some nice gifts in here. I do. I like it. This is from space.com. Thanks to space.com for these great images and gifts. So they had a great article that helped me just re like rehash what happened. I'd like to do it with you guys right now just to get us prepared. But uh, the last episode, you guys have seen it, right? Yes. So we had Bill Burr. He was yeah. back. And they're getting ready to go rescue the kid. And, uh, I mean, we had a lot of fun stuff. You see Boba Fett in action again. He's got a new paint job on the helmet. Looking fresh. Looking great. We learned some stuff about the Mandalorian. Um, basically that he's 
breaking his own rules for the kid, i.e. Yeah. taking off the helmet, wearing a different helmet. I loved how Bill Burr got to, like, be kind of Bill Burr just in that moment. He was like, so, like, what's the deal? Can you take off the helmet or what? <laughs> and then he's like, I'll get, I'll get you another one, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bill Burr's like, I'm not wearing a helmet. I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I can't see anything out of this. He goes, I don't know how you people do this. Yeah. And I don't know. And by you people, I mean people that wear helmets. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, MVP of the episode to me is by far Bill Burr. Absolutely. Yeah. That was a good, good callback. It was. Um, we got. I almost, I almost got her character name, but she's the the Asian woman. She came back from season one, um, yes. and she was in Mar Marvel's Agents of Shields, Shield. My my Fennec. what? Fennec Shang, Fennec, yeah, something like that, right? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. she's a, she's a sharpshooter. She teams up with Dune, Kara Dune. Yeah, I think that was it. And they're doing sharpshooter yeah. stuff while the Mandalorian and Bill Burr break into this place. They're having to hack a system, basically, to get the info they need. They got to hack this system. Bill Burr's the guy to hack it. Um, we got a cool sequence of Bill Burr just flat out shooting an Imperial leader. Yeah, because he talks about like a war crime and the guy's like, well, you know, stuff happens. But I guess that was Bill Burr's kind of backstory um, in this episode. Like that affected him. And he's like, it's just 5,000 people. Like think of the good of the empire. I think they said at one point. Bill they Burr did. Wasn't so he, Bill Burr kind of redeems himself and becomes that anti-hero that, um, we all kind of love so um we also get just to jump right ahead to the end my favorite part of the episode by by far is the hologram mandalorian speaking to moff gideon and giving him the same speech that moff gideon gave him in season one finale i wish i could remember it for, for, i wish i could remember it verbatim but he was like you know it's like you have something of mine that means more to me than you could possibly imagine something like that right so good Favorite parts for you guys? I, I have the trailer for the next episode. I'm going to play it. So before that, anything else on this episode? I just cool can't wait. Like I... Go ahead, Andy. Yeah. Um, if Does anyone know if this like comes out at like midnight? Because if so, I'll just stay up and watch it and, to watch it because I can't wait. I don't even know. I'm 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 always just so I'm so busy. And then like I'm like, oh, is it out right now? And then I'll start seeing people tweet about it. I'm like, shit. <laughs> might be like 2 a.m. because of west coast or something like that but it's tonight it's yeah. at some point oh my gosh this is great okay well i got a, a quick 30 minute trailer for us let's take a look at it now and this is from uh we got this covered you're very special kid i've been quested to take you back to the jedi Season finale streaming Friday. Pretty cool. Oh baby. Yeah. Um, did you guys see that little <laughs> that little ad pop up? That was such clickbait, but it really got me. It said Captain America Four. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, I saw it. I was like, is he gonna click it? 
<laughs> Dude, I fall for those ads all the time. Like, I just go down a rabbit hole. That's great. Okay, Mandalorian, we're here for it. We love it, and we're super excited for the season finale. You can bet your ass we'll be covering it on an upcoming episode. The Meat. You guys want to talk about Batman? Born. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why don't we just wrap it up? <laughs> hey, it's pretty good. Check it out sometime. Yeah, I'll give it a rating, and then we just turn it off. No, Batman Returns, baby. Not a sequel, right? Tim Burton would hate that if he heard you say that. Because didn't we say he doesn't do he doesn't do sequels? This is a, this is supposed to be like its own movie. I'll tell you right now, it is. It's super great. And if there was any question of if this is a Christmas movie, it's a Christmas movie, guys. I mean, they are singing "We Wish You a Merry Christmas." I think within the first ten minutes. <laughs> Lighting the tree, yeah. Lighting 100%. the tree. There's they no doubt. they call Max Shrek. Santa Claus again first 10 minutes I don't think there's a scene without snow in it either almost yeah at one point the penguin gets like a gift from his crew which I can't wait to talk about this and he has it's a it's in a stocking yeah I mean it's it's the definition of a Christmas movie yeah I don't know. yeah I don't know I, I'm, I guess I'm gonna go back into that Hallmark group and find that guy yeah yeah you need to find that one guy <laughs> Like, have you ever watched that Christmas movie about that orphan who rose up to power and became mayor? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even have five fingers. <laughs> yeah. He so, persevered and made it through. So this is what I was thinking. I was thinking we'd do a couple things. So I got I got some great clips for us here, some good sound bites. You're gonna be you're gonna feel ingrained in Batman Returns. I wasn't gonna let you guys down. We're not just gonna talk about this one. You're gonna hear from the movie. Um, but I thought we could open up with like our quickest recap ever. Just let's just get the story out of the way, just real quick, and then we talk about our favorite parts, and we'll just see where that naturally goes. But we do have some clips for you. I I want to give you guys the opportunity because I know that Batman is Andy's favorite movie, and uh, that you guys are most excited for this. But I'm happy to take the reins, and you guys fill in the blanks if you want, because just I'll just kick us sure. off. Oh, let's just kick us off. They open with. Uh, this Max character who's apparently like the leader of Gotham, but he's not the mayor. He's a he's like a businessman trying to do good business and everybody knows him. He's got his hand in a little bit of everything and kind of trying like a puppet regime mm. here. So what well, opens up with Pee Wee Herman, don't forget that. Is that the Easter egg you were talking about when we were texting earlier? <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm not, I, I guess it's not a huge Easter egg. I just I never realized it that Pee Wee Herman played the Penguin's dad in this movie, and then also plays his dad in the Gotham series. And then I looked it up as well. He did the voice for uh, something in one of the animated shows or movies. So that's awesome, dude. Just Pee Wee Herman everywhere. Well, like you said, Mike, that Tim Burton directed Pee Wee Herman. I think Tim Burton directed Pee-wee's Big Adventure, so I, I'm sure that's the connection there, because yeah. Tim Burton's like notorious for working with the same people over and over and over again. Well, and that's so not, Johnny and, and that's not too different from Hollywood. You know, that's like uh, we talked about the Mandalorian, and like Bryce Dallas Howard directs, and like I know for a fact that uh, Carl Weathers is in Arrested Development. I'm like, I'm sure there's a crossover there. Um, this Max Shreth, though, he's so great. And then, right, uh, like within, I want to say, like the first twenty minutes, this is where we t meet the penguin at the at the zoo, 
at this zoo underground, but in the sewers. But it all happens because of this chaos that breaks out at lighting of the Christmas tree, right? This chaos comes. This is where we get the opening scene with Mike, Michael Keaton seeing the back signal, has to fly into town. I forget exactly what the chaos was caused by. That's what. Say it again, Andy. The, the Red Triangle Gang. I read. I was. I saw this in the recap that I read, and I. I didn't realize that that's what their name was, but that's just like the group of weird posse that the penguin lives with. And I the, think they might have. They might have raised them. And the penguin, yeah. So he orchestrated that attack. It sounds like you would learn later, but he's he's like this myth, right? The penguin's this myth. Max leaves the big chaos you get bat you get batman saving uh michelle pfeiffer you know are you gonna get them to meet early on and there's like t nods to that later well max shrek is running off he gets down in this alley penguin trap doors him into the sewer and we find out that the penguin is very much alive he was dropped into the sewer as a baby we uh, like we think we don't really know exactly what's happened yet we just know that he's lived in the sewer a long time and he's got this gang of people that are like working with them. And I forgot who, which of you guys said this, but it was like, where did these people come from too? Like if he's in the sewer, where did his like, how did he get convinced these people to be like, be my people? <laughs> I know you guys were watching it today. So I was kind of like thinking of like things like, where did he get all these penguins? Why are all these people just hanging out with him here? Like you guys did fill in some cracks though that were pretty good. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I think, I think these people that were in the gang, they, raised him they and he was part of like the circus and they all basically were were fired from the circus and just lived in the sewers and the penguins i'm guessing but they very clearly show you like oh this is the old shut down gotham zoo and they're underneath the zoo so i'm like oh i guess like a penguin or two made it when they closed the zoo and those are his penguins that's a guess i wonder if these people i'm just spitballing here yeah these people from the circus, I wonder if they had any connection with the Flying Graysons, Robins, family. That'd have been cool if they could have tied it all together somehow like that. I don't know if there's an Easter egg somewhere out there or anything like that. They were getting us ready for Batman and Robin. Tim, a Tim Burton Robin? That'd be really weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably be like a traditional Robin, like very young boy. <laughs> He'd probably just be dressed as Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> I hate you bats. <laughs> Super emo, young Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> like a, you're a Toby Maguire, emo Toby Maguire, but on steroids. <laughs> I like that. So to move the story along, Penguin says, I want to find out who I am. I want to find out who my parents are. You get a really good sense of like who this Batman is too, because like once he, Max Shrek agrees to be like, okay, I'll help you. And like Penguin's on the news and he's saying like, I'm the Penguin, help me find my parents. Bruce Wayne's watching him at home and he goes, I hope he finds his parents. I was like, wow, this Batman's so good. He's just a regular nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, some of this will be brought out from these clips too, but I just, I wanted to see how much we could do for memory. So turns out that Max Rex trying to make a big power grab for storing power from the local power source. Rather than give power to the Gotham, he's trying to suck power and store it so that he can sit on this big bank of power forever. And Bruce is fighting him on it. Michelle Pfeiffer fights him on it. And 
we'll get into the Michelle Pfeiffer becoming Catwoman scene, but that happens about that time. And then the plan is we're going to make Oswald Cobblepot because he finds out that's his name. That's the penguin. We're going to make him the mayor. And that's going to somehow help Max Shrek's plan. Right? I see no holes in Max Shrek. It be a puppet. It's just, would, yeah, putting him into power to be a puppet. But then Penguin has his own plan. And he even says at one point, I played the city, <laughs> the city like a fiddle or something like that. We'll get that quote right in a bit. After that, I mean, it it really gets mu- it gets so mushed for me. I just like in my brain, it jumps to the end, and like they're all there, and it's like the standoffs. <laughs> but there's he like an hour. The there's like an hour and a half of movie in there. Yeah, he he goes in that office building, gets that guy. He bites that guy in the nose. He's he's uh, Max Shrek. We're gonna talk about how his his attitude towards women, his poor attitude towards women. The meeting between the ping, penguin and Catwoman when she takes the bird and all that. He she, Yeah, she takes the bird. He yeah. he threatens the cat. Yeah. All right, well, then how about she we puts, do... Oh, go ahead, Amy. He puts the bird in her mouth, right? Yeah, and then he threatens the cat and she spits it out. Yeah, and he, he flies so, out. Supposedly, she really did that, and that was... they were, She really put a live bird in her mouth, so props to Michelle Piper for that. <laughs> yeah, that was before CGI. She definitely had that thing in her mouth. Yeah. Yeah. And we have the scene where, uh, what were they called, Andy? What'd you call Penguin's crew? The triangle? Red, tri- Red triangle gang. They put that like sensor thing on Batman's car and the Penguin's driving his little duck and he's driving his car and he's like quacking and stuff. And <laughs> Batman like, finally finds it and stuff. Love that stuff. Oh, man. All right. Well, before we get into the end of the movie, we'll talk about some of the, because I want to talk about, uh, you know how this how the big showdown goes down some of the best parts of the film before we do that let's let's highlight some of our characters we're starting with danny devito here he is penguin is unbelievable i was gonna dress up as him yeah call me on i didn't i didn't have enough time i watched a video on danny devito getting the makeup and i was like i don't know i don't know (laughs) um but with that let's uh here's some good sound bites and some of uh danny devito's best quotes from batman returns and this is from the youtube channel profits profit that's like profit for like god and like profit money profits profit max i've been down here too long it's time for me to ascend to re-emerge who are you talent scout you lousy minx i ought to have your spade you sent out all the signals and I don't think I like you anymore. So he survived. What's the worry? He didn't even lose a limb, an eyeball, bladder control. My baby! My baby! Ah! Hey, why should I trust hey. some cat broad anyway? Helpless old lady at 12 o'clock, I! Why is there always someone who brings eggs and tomatoes to a speech? Touch of the bubbly. You're coming with me, you great white dope. If you have an iota of human feeling, take me instead. Eh. I, I don't. So now. <laughs> All right. There's a few of them. <laughs> I'm going to give a round of applause. Um, we haven't even touched on it yet, but Andy, I think we got we to gotta address the elephant in the room. Like, this is absolute training wheels training to become Frank Reynolds and always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> I know. There's. I don't know which one would come first. Does Frank just evolve or devolve into this character and 
this is future Frank Reynolds. <laughs> I think that's it because like the penguin's hair in this is long and it's always sunny keeps yeah. going on. Frank's hair gets longer. <laughs> when he hangs out under the bridge with Charlie too much. Yeah, playing night crawlers in the bed with Charlie <laughs> under the bridge in the sewer. <laughs> and the one where uh, somebody poop oh, somebody poops in the bed. Yeah, and it was just him the whole time <laughs> and he was lying about it. <laughs> that was, one of my favorite parts was when he was controlling the Batmobile and he was riding that little like tiny miniature yeah. it almost looked like a, a little kid's ride like outside of a like McDonald's or something. Yeah, he nails it. Um you know, especially after watching like Gotham's the show Gotham's Penguin, you know, he that was he's a pretty good Oswald Cobblepot, good penguin, but like this penguin's the best. Like he was all in on the role and it's absolutely the penguin villain that I picture when we talk about the penguin. Yeah. He he did not break character on set either. I I read an article today about a bunch of different interesting stuff about this movie and that I thought that was pretty cool. That's I have great. to bring up my dad's bedtime story when he told me about the Batman um salaries when his best friend Jack was the Joker and got the hundred million dollars. And then when he got this role, he's like, Did you get deal D? So <laughs> I actually made a soundbite of, of for like, did you get the deal? But we need to I need to get it on the soundboard. I should have had it ready for today, but I'm glad you told that story. That's a callback too to a early episode a we did. One of the first ones, yeah. All right, let's move on then. Uh that's uh Danny DeBue's penguin. We'll we'll probably see more of these in the clips. Uh absolutely got a highlight christopher walken as max shrek i have a typo in here it says <laughs> oh no this is no no this is actually i misspoke we are starting with michelle pfeiffer's catwoman and we texted about this but uh we're gonna talk all about it uh but first of all let's get some sound bites of michelle pfeiffer as catwoman um first up is the big fall that max shrek gives her huh <laughs> huh? <laughs> you know, for a second there, you really frightened me. <laughs> I like him. I like Max Shrek at the end. Just hmm. So she falls, um, it, I counted the number of tents she hit, so I want to say she fell at least four stories minimum. I think the tents, in retrospect, slowed her down enough where she didn't die. That's got to be how she survives, right? The tents yeah. break her fall, and that was like Tim Burton or you know whoever else that was on set was like, all right, if she hits these tents, that'll break her fall. Like a cat. I think that's what they're kind of going for. but uh, Well, okay, that's that, that's fine. Let's go ahead and jump forward to what actually happens the cats alley cats specifically come and start licking in her mouth licking her eyes her i mean i'm talking dozens of cats running out meow meow and then you think that's like oh okay they're bringing her back to life okay well then they start like biting her fingers to where it's like getting into her blood i guess and then she, her eyes open she's Catwoman. yeah that was it just kind of flipped this. I think mentally broke too. I think that's kind of like just kind of snapped. And then she goes, I don't know if you have the clip, but when she goes home, I always thought who has pink neon just going on at all times in their apartment when she <laughs> goes home and then the frying pan, she's breaking all that neon and stuff. I'm like, who does that? But yeah, she's Michelle's Pfeiffer's just a mess throughout the film. She comes home and she's like, 
honey, I'm home. Oh, yeah, I'm not married. And then she's just, like, walking around, bloody forehead, um, and then makes that suit. And I'll just say it. Just hot. I mean, she's hot. I think, num- like, first big crush. Her and Kelly Kapowski were my first two big crushes, I think, when I was a young boy. Who's who's hotter? Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman or Holly- Halle Berry Catwoman? That's like the toughest question I've ever said out loud. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think you can compare them. I'm not going. I'm, I'm not. I mean, you're I'm not going, going to. It doesn't sound like. <laughs> I've actually never seen. I've never seen the Halle Berry Catwoman, but I go but with I that what, one probably. But I know what Halle Berry looks like, and that's, I'm just going to plead the fifth. That's fair. That's fair, and it, you're right. They're totally different, different eras, um, but. I'll tell you this: Michelle Pfeiffer is definitely my favorite Catwoman out of the two. No, that 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 movie is so bad, the Halle Berry one. All right, let's move it along. I don't think I had any more. There, yeah. Okay, so uh, now we're going to talk about Max Shrek, Christopher Walken. Um, he is, I think he's a great villain. Like really, like you, like we talked about DC villains, like in the future stuff, how that's like the problem, right? You know, like you. The stuff that with Suicide Squad and it's like you feel like the, and, and Steppenwolf and Justice League like all right well this is a totally different category it's Tim Burton Batman Returns um he's got it and he's got like the I mean it's Christopher Walken's voice so that's obviously just kind of a shoe in but he's here for the role too he shows up um here's a good soundbite this is what I was talking about earlier about his problem toward women um but also gives you a good sense of like who this guy is women nothing surprises me Chip. Such a late mother. Who'd have thought Selena had a brain to damage? Bottom line, she tries to blackmail me. I'll drop her out a higher window. Meantime, I got better fish to fry. <laughs> I love how he just has that dig in there at this like number two guy of his. He's like, women. He's it's like, his son, isn't it? Is it his? Oh, it's his yeah, son. It's his son. Oh, okay. Well, that makes so much more sense with why he said your late mother. Yeah, I yeah, thought I thought I think, he was saying like I banged your mom or something. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> old Max Shrek probably got rid of his wife too. So, yeah, I'll throw, I'll throw her out of a higher window. Yeah, I think I think the reason I, we like Max Shrek is because he's like a villain that's real. Like he could be a real guy. He's probably a real guy in some town. Like just a oh, yeah. just a jerk and trying to scheme his way and get money and use people and he's that aspect of like the newer batman movies like christopher nolan's trilogy it seems real the penguin seems like kind of like an out there character but max shrek to me seems like a real hatred of a villain like a real person that you can hate yeah absolutely i agree and i i would well i would say take it a step further i would say that he's probably just as bad or not as bad as some of the real politicians and people and like business business leaders in the world you know especially after this year we've seen that corruption it's like this 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 could never happen well just wait um i have a pretty fun video next it's our top 10 movie quotes of the film per a youtube channel uh before we get there any other favorite parts you guys want to highlight too and you can think about it. There's, you might, you know what? Let's watch the video because it's actually probably going to help us uh, round out the movie. But think about that as we're doing this, and then we'll wrap up Batman in terms of our favorite parts and how the movie ends. So this one's from God Loves Movies Two. I don't know if I didn't say it. Uh, 
the Suze 18. That's who gave us our Christopher Walken uh, video. And then I already mentioned the Prophet's Prophet. So, best of Batman, top 10 quotes. And this is from God Loves Movies 2 on YouTube. Let's, uh, let's give it a listen. Number ten, number ten. That was high by uh, Danny DeVito. I believe the word you're looking for is Number nine. Your beauty and the beast in one luscious Christmas gift pack. Number eight. You gotta admit, I played this stinking city like a harp from hell. <laughs> Number seven. Somebody say fish? <laughs> I haven't been fed all day. Eat floor. <laughs> High fiber. <laughs> Number six. Just the pussy I've been looking for. <laughs> okay. Frank. Go ahead. Intimidate me. Bully me if it makes you feel big. I mean, it's not like you can just kill me. Actually, it's a lot like that. Number four. Mr. Cobblepot, you are the coolest role model a young person could have. And you're the hottest young person a role model could have. <laughs> Number three. A kiss under the mistletoe. You know, mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it. A kiss can be even deadly. If you eat it. Number two. There always someone who brings eggs and tomatoes to a speech. Number one. Selena Kyle. You're fired. And Bruce Wayne. Why are you dressed up like Batman? Because he is Batman, you moron. All right, that was the top ten. Uh, that was pretty good, I think. You guys agree with the list? Any others that you're uh, you're like thinking we missed? Um, there was a point where I I can't remember what they were exactly they're talking about, but one of the penguins like henchmen like goes against him, and he's just like, "Well, don't, Mr. Penguin, don't you think that that's too far?" And he just shoots them, and like they put him in the water, and I was like, "This this is not a guy to be trifled with." Yeah, I think the penguin says he shoots him and he throws him in and he goes, It's not far enough. Yeah, that's exactly. I was like, What? Don't don't like question this guy's authority ever. It's it's just like we talked about a lot, like perfect casting. I just don't see how you can recast those two villains, Catwoman and the Penguin. I think they're perfect. Yeah, I agree. And it it, it really is, like, especially now. You know, we're in our 30s. It's like, this is such an iconic movie, and I truly do love it. You know, it's not like one that I rewatch and think, oh, this isn't very good. It, it just holds up, and it really is good. It's long. I forget how long it is. It's two plus, isn't it? 2.30? I, I, I think so. I mean, yeah, I... Like 2.15, I think, yeah, somewhere in there. I, I just had two other things that came to mind um, to kind of wrap. Two, two things. One, I absolutely... Like, looking back at it from 1992 when this came out, I think 92, the Batman tech, when he has, like, the CD player with the little bat symbol and stuff on it, 
I'm not sure if it's in this one or 89, but I love that Batman tech, like his old school CDs and stuff like that. Um, I also and, liked I also liked his uh, Batmobile in this one where he's like facing one way and like shooting, and then the big beam comes out of the middle of the Batmobile and turns him around. Yeah, there's, there's so much cool stuff. And then we mentioned it before, but we didn't talk about it. When Batman first meets Selina Kyle, and that guy's holding Selina Kyle, and he shoots him, and the guy's like, "Ha, you missed!" And he grabs that wall and pulls that concrete out and it hits him in the back of the head. I love yep. that opening part scene, Batman. That's probably my favorite. Yeah, definitely and then, my favorite Batmobile out of all of them for sure. I concur. I think it, it's my favorite too. It's like the one that I think of again. Like I, I guess when I'm a kid, but like it just worked. It was so fun. Yeah. I think of that one and the Batman the animated series Batmobile too. Those are my two. Again, that the, is a beauty. The toys beauty. takes you back to the toys. And like. I don't know, Batman and Robin had that, like, blue and red stuff on the side that I really wasn't into. Like, the fire thing. Oh, it was, yeah, it was all the color. The the engine was, like, that bluish, like, blue coloring. Yeah, tacky, yeah very tacky. Forever was okay, but it was, I had that huge back wing and stuff. But this one, like you guys said, that's the Batmobile. I want to talk about what uh, the very ending just like kind of how the movie wraps up and the biggest part i'm here to explore is what happens exactly to the penguin like what exactly happened you guys have a clear image of this in your head because he, he he dies right he dies i mean he has yeah. i mean this guy probably need to go get checked out by a doctor because the blood that he coughs up all the time is just black <laughs> <laughs> it is it is black <laughs> but yeah i think he, I want to say he's almost at peace in a way and kind of yeah yeah because he, he, he has that big moment his little buddies push him out in the water and lay him out to rest like a viking funeral just kind of send him out to sea yeah yeah but if it's just it's the sewer where would he go to like a river and then the ocean i don't know <laughs> yeah so, exactly like what happened long list of unanswered questions do you think, so this is where we can transition from the movie to the fact that Michael Keaton is confirmed to play Batman again. So, like, what the hell is that going to mean? Bring back Danny DeVito. Seriously, bring back all of them. I'm in. If Spider-Man can do it, so can Batman. Well, I'm going to definitely say that uh, Batman Returns is absolutely rewatchable because i've already watched i've already watched it twice this year <laughs> i i don't think i think i wouldn't be the batman return christmas special if i didn't give it at least my or my rating i guess you guys should rate it too it, you guys are batman fans so i think it, we should it'd be interesting to see how we do i'll give it one right now i did say already that it's long i will say the story gets very messy so i obviously have trouble recalling it i think that could have been cleaned up a little but overall beginning to end it's fun. I watch it every year. I'll probably watch it every year around Christmas now because of this. I'm going to give it a 3.2. Andy? Oh, man, this is tough. I can't remember what I if, – if I rated the first Batman, I'd have to put this slightly behind it. So I'd do maybe like a 3.1 probably. Okay. I loved, I loved it. I haven't seen it probably in 10, 15 years, but the whole movie in its entirety, but 
it did not disappoint. PC Mike? I think I'm higher. I think I'm around a 3.6. Yeah. That's what I, I mean. That's what I was expecting to hear. That's what I was expecting to hear. It's just nostalgia overload, and it's just it's just me geeking out, and I don't. I could watch it over and over again if it's on like TNT. I'll catch myself sitting there watching it. Um, I think Batman, the first Batman, would be like a three point seven to me. So like mm -hmm. Andy said, just a notch below. If that's one A, this is one B uh, with these Batmans. So I love it. Well, that's fair. Well, said. yeah, nicely said. And let's just go ahead and give it up. Batman Returns. We appreciate it. We're uh, always going to watch it. And uh, this is the Batman Returns Christmas special. So, Did we get to the end in our recap? I can't, I can't even remember. Well, we talked Did about we, the – we said the penguin died. So we'll, let's go through the other ones. So what happens with uh, Max Shrek? Does he die? Yeah, we saw yeah. The, the scene where – yeah, he got – she electrocuted him. Yep. You, you thought she was dead at that point, but then she shows up at the at the very end. She hadn't used all cats, nine lives. Cats have nine lives. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> and she lives. Does she live and carry on? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's because the last scene, right? Yeah. At the very end, he like senses her or something, right? Yeah. And then the only person we see in the next Batman film is Alfred. Yeah. For sure. Which is confusing. Well, yeah, I, I do think Val Kilmer did an okay job as a Batman. Oh, that's true. Probably, oh, Batman Forever was next, right? I kept saying Batman and Robin, but it's Batman Forever. Yeah, um, he he gets a lot of flack, but I don't think he was a bad Batman at all. I don't. I don't think so either. I think he was committed, and he seemed like a good Bruce Wayne. I think the villains in the next one weren't as good, and that's something to say with Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones. But I think Batman was fine. I don't think that was the problem. Another villain problem. It's like a DC yeah. complex. <laughs> all right thank you batman returns well with that let's go ahead and kick off our first annual gift exchange are you guys ready get your gifts ready i know that we didn't some of them are still on the way i know mike you have some pictures and if we could can we take a quick break you know what i think it's a great time to take a quick break and we'll be right Hey podcast listeners, this is Chris Holsey. I'm the host of the new true crime podcast, Small Town Forgotten. In the first season, I focus on a very personal cold case. 31 years ago, my family member, Jimmy Wade Martin, was murdered in front of multiple witnesses in Bonterre, Missouri. A murder weapon was found and a man confessed, and yet there have been no convictions and no justice for Jimmy Wade's twin daughters. You can listen to Small Town Forgotten directly from our website, smalltownforgotten.com, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, folks, to the Batman Returns Christmas special. I'm Logan. This is Mostly Superhero. So if you've been enjoying the show, we just took you through Batman Returns kind of in a not a linear fashion whatsoever. It was all over the board. We talked about our favorite parts, favorite quotes, and gave you some good sound bites. So we hope you enjoyed that. In the spirit of the Christmas season, and this being the Christmas special, we had to have a gift exchange. And it's going to start with us three right now. And it's basically what's going to happen right now is kind of like, hey, here's what I got you guys. And we're going to show and tell these, this thing. Um, but at the end, we're going to give you an opportunity to win a gift yourself. So um, first of all, let's just get into the gifts and talk about what we bought this year. Um, first of all, you guys just um, I'm going to say thanks in advance, but I, I'm not going to say too big of a thanks because I want to see if these gifts are cool or not. 
Mike. Agreed. You're up first. Your gifts didn't come in yet, but I did give you some images here. I'm going to pull them both up at once. Is that cool? Yeah, I'll explain them. All right, here we go. PC Mike, you're up first. What we got? Okay. On the left is actually a gift for Andy. That is an action figure made after Arkham Asylum Batman. That is awesome. So that's the Arkham Asylum Batman for you. Logan, I on the right-hand side, you're a Superman guy. You're doing a podcast. That is actually a 16 gigabyte flash drive that is in the Ooh. shape of Superman. A Superman flash drive. Yep. That is awesome. My, uh, Andy, I'm going to let you respond first because this Batman, I mean, right away, the, the, I feel like the Arkham Batman is always the most recognizable Batman at first glance because of these big, long, the big, long, the big, tall, looks awesome. What do you think of this thing? Oh, I, I love it. I love that game. It's just looking at this motivating me to go back and play one of the other ones now because I love that game. Love Batman. All the, all the above. Thank you, Mike. That's a nice, what a nice gift. And like, isn't, I love that our podcast, we're just like legit, just like, hey, we bought each other gifts. Let's show each other what we got. <laughs> hey, we're being safe. We're being smart. We are. I, you're absolutely right. And I can't, I mean, I can't wait to get you guys back in the studio. And you know what? I think we should exchange these things in person when it's safe. So we'll just like, that'll be something to look forward to. And I cannot wait to get my hands on this. This is like a, it's like a short and stout little <laughs> Superman statue, but it's a 16 gigabyte jump drive. Yeah. And I knew you said something like you transfer some videos to a jump drive or do something like that. So I, was, I saw this. I was like, yep, that's Logan. And in this line of work, jump drives are in short supply always now. I'm always reaching for one. So uh, that looks great, man. Well, thanks, Mike. That looks uh, fantastic. All right, Giggler. Let's see if you can top these. I didn't want it to be a contest, but it is. I don't think I'm going to top these, but um, I'm, my excuse kind of was just that I was I went for more like the like white elephant type of thing, like a gift that you would kind of maybe laugh at when you get um, something like that. So, and I didn't really specifically buy one of these for each of you, so you guys can fight over them, or maybe we'll do like a coin flip. But Rochambeau. First up, yeah, first up, thought this was a poster, but it's kind of like a print on like a big piece of cloth, <laughs> like. Amazon, but hopefully we can get a good good view here. But this is uh, the Incredible Hulk and Spider Man. Yeah, hold it there. Hulk. Hold it there. That is right so. Here? Yeah, hold it right there. That's the Hulk, and he's in the bathroom. It's a painting, like a print. He's peeing next to Spider Man. It looks like Spider Man's got like his spider sense spider happening. Sense. <laughs> like, look at that donger. Just massive. <laughs> And look at the Hulk's butt. Like it really, they really showed his butt, like the top of his butt. <laughs> yeah, this is just a great artist, great idea all around. Like, just the Hulk's doing like a two a.m. bar pee. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, God. yeah, like the end of the night, you're going to the bathroom and you're just, oh my God, how am I still standing? <laughs> all right, that's number one. I'll tell you right now, I I want that, so I well, I can't wait to see the second one. <laughs> This one definitely not as cool, but I just liked it, and also went more kind of the funny route because I think it's funny when you call people dad when they're not really dad. But this uh, dad, I love you three thousand coffee mug. Oh man, one lucky recipient will get this, and just hope I don't bring any bad karma your way. But yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know if I'll away. I feel like that is bad karma to be like, if you do that, you're like, okay, 
I'm going to take this mug that says dad on it. Uh, <laughs> hope I don't become I'll, a, a dad. To it. No, I'm, I'm just maybe kidding. Maybe we'll give that to one of the listeners that, that is a dad. Right. Um, man, that, if you were asking me which one I wanted to pick, that's tough because I really, that, that, that one tug on the heartstrings. Like as soon as you said, I uh, love you 3000, I was like, oh man, I just, I want to watch Avengers. <laughs> Well, a peen poster would look great in the studio, though. Yeah, it would. It would look good in the studio. What? Which one would you prefer, Mike? I'd probably. I drink a lot of coffee, so I would take the dad coffee mug, and I would just I'll say I'm a cat dad. So. So does that mean? Does that mean I get the poster? For sure. You get the poster. Yes. Also, full disclosure, I was going to put like a a five dollar gift card in the coffee cup. Well, um, maybe you should tell us what the entire gift is before we start deciding who gets what. <laughs> what uh, like, oh, is in the coffee mug. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna put like a hundred bucks in there too. I forgot to mention that. All right, I'm up. Okay. Um, all right, those are really good. Good gifts so far. First up for me, I'm gonna start with something that is similar to what you got, Andy. And I know this is going to be sought after. And I'm doing the same thing. I'm going to figure out a way to decide who gets what here. But we'll figure it out. First up. Oh. Batman ceramic mug. Like, high detail. I mean, look at how shiny it is. That's awesome. Right? I love it. You guys are drooling. I know. <laughs> All right, next up. You're not even ready for this. It's like this really is like show and tell. It's a night light. Oh, can you guys see it? I can see only like a big light. Yeah, Which... turn it off. Like turn it off, maybe we can see. Oh, you're right. Oh, and different colors work better, maybe. Oh, it's the Death Star. Uh, nice. Death Star. It's a night light. That's cool. And there are multiple, multiple ones. There's an Ardu D2, and there's also a Millennium Falcon. That's pretty cool. Wow. Look how cool this looks now that it's like it's like the camera's actually working. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, that's awesome. So I feel like we should do, like, I don't know, like, may, can you guys figure this out amongst yourselves, or is this something we're going to have to, like, do a contest for? Oh, Mike, Mike, you can have your pick. Ooh, that's a gift in itself. Right, yeah. Well, you know what he's going to pick. Like, does he want two coffee mugs, though? <laughs> he's going to pick. Yeah, you're going to get two coffee mugs. He needs a, he needs a coffee mug to put in front of the one that says that on it. <laughs> I, I literally, that's why, all right, full disclosure, listeners, that's why we had to take a break is because I had to pee so bad because I'm, I'm still drinking coffee that I made today at... 4 30 when we're recording this so. mike we get it you love coffee uh you can i guess you gotta get both mugs i guess yeah both mugs with thousands of dollars included in the mugs <laughs> no that death star one is pretty cool um and i was thinking where i could put it and i like i was like looking around my house but wow that batman, that batman one well we don't have to figure it out today maybe we can do something on a future episode but i got both of them and you guys are going to get each one all right i've talked a lot about the fans maybe getting something um, here's what I want you to do. I wanted to do a very simple and easy contest for our podcast listeners only. I'm not going to put this on social media. This is for people that listen to the show. Um, if you write us an email like from our website, it's a really in, like easy form. You don't like have to find our email address. Just go to mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash contact. Tell us which of these gifts were your favorite, and you're going to get a gift from us. 
And it's going to be a drawing type thing. I can't give out, a, a, you know, if we get 100 entries or whatever. But, you know, we'll do a, a fair drawing. And I've said it before, we're a newer show. We're going to send you something that something's going to be um, a cool gift like one of these. And you're also going to get a mostly superheroes koozie. So you have something from the show. Cool. Um, well, guys, thanks for the Christmas gifts this year. I, I these are the first gifts I've I've gotten this year, so uh, thank you. I appreciate it, and these are they're super nice and super fun. I think we all got cool shit. Yeah, it, it was fun, like buying them too. Yeah, I spent probably a good like, hour and a half on Amazon. <laughs> I searched. I, I searched I nerd. I typed in DC, like DC something, and I was just like going through pages after pages after pages, and like yeah, had ten stuff in my cart and would take stuff out, but it was cool there to was see a all lot the of, stuff out there. A lot of cool things that I wanted to get, but I couldn't because they were out. There was a Bruce Wayne, like Wayne Enterprises soccer jersey that I really <laughs> wanted to get because it was only like twenty bucks, but I it, it sold out like as I was clicking by. Um, and a, there was a Thanos oven mitt, but I read the reviews about it and it said, do not use this because it burnt my hands and it does not work. <laughs> well, um, I didn't even tell you guys that this nightlight, it does come with a remote control. Is that Stephanie? Is that Stephanie? Is that Stephanie on the phone behind you, Andy? She's just back there chatting away. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> Hey, can you keep it down, please? <laughs> <We're almost done. laughs> she's like, oh, I don't. She's like, I'm having my own podcast over here. <laughs> she says hi. It'd be funny if you guys in your house were just always on different podcasts, just in different rooms. <laughs> no, we're not that <laughs> Well, I didn't know that was the next slide, but let's talk about what's coming up. <laughs> I thought there was one more slide from the gift exchange, but no, let's talk about what's coming up in the show. Hope you had a lot of fun today. Nice gift exchange, nice opportunity for you to win something. Um, but let's tell you what's coming in as we are wrapping up the year. First of all, I'm taking a break and I'm going to relax and chill. Hopefully like you guys are over the next you know week or so, you know, maybe Christmas and in between new years, get some, so a break in. Um, there's still going to be a couple things coming out from the show though. We got a couple YouTube videos that I'm wrapping up and we'll get this out and, uh, try to get this at, this out pretty soon, just with it being Christmas time. Um, next up, I am going to do a best of 2020. And whether that means it'll be like an episode with all of us, or maybe it's just me, but it's going to be like a highlight reel of like, you know, the top 10 moments of most of the superheroes. We'll do something like that. So you can get a nice look up back on the year to see what we did. And then that takes us right into 2021. And what comes next is hard to say exactly, but it's going to be weekly content. Um, I'll tell you what you're going to get. You're going to get more structure. You're going to know what day certain things come out. You'll know when, we'll, when we're going live. Um, you'll know when to find us on certain platforms. Um, a lot of structure and scheduling is what's going to come to the show. So for you, that's just going to help you plan a little bit better maybe when you listen. Um, but lots of stuff coming out. Andy, Mike, I wanted to ask you guys, uh, we'll starting with you, Giggler, what, what are your Christmas plans? How are you guys doing it this year? Mm, not doing too much. Just uh... – probably just hanging out with immediate family maybe maybe one medium-sized family get together um but nothing big and uh pc mike same is it yeah, kind of low-key yeah little small pockets of people mm -hmm. trying to keep your yeah. circle small um trying to be safe uh, doing all the things that we need to do you know i think 
I think we are going to turn a corner soon. So I'm optimistic about 2021. So I'll leave it at that. I think we're can't get much worse. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, it's, it'll be fine. I think so too. I think that like next year in terms of Christmas time, right. I mean, who knows what the first six months will be, but not, you know, not to get into politics, which it shouldn't even be political, but like, you know, there's a vaccine on the rise. It seems like things are happening. It's the first time uh, we've had like any kind of like actual things happening. Like these tests actually showed up in St. Louis. I've been seeing on the, on the news all week that, uh, healthcare people are already getting them. So to like see that actually happening on camera is like, oh wow, there's actually there's actually something happening for the first time in six months. You know? Yeah, it's very uplifting. You read positive things, and um, if those essential people and people that desperately need the vaccine can get it, that's all I'm for. I'm not worried about us three idiots because we're very healthy young men that work out every single day. So what's it matter? But <laughs> But no, if those people that really need it and are at risk and they get it first and people start getting easing back into normalcy, I'm excited for that. Right. Yeah. Say if, if you're like us and you're just playing your part and trying to lay low and, and, and staying safe and keeping distant, like we're here with you and we're riding it out. And hopefully, uh, like we said, a horizon coming in 2021, at least this, I think we're all happy to say adios to 2020. So, um, you know, a lot more to happen in. Well, guys, uh, I've had a lot of fun with you this year. I mean, we'll get one more in before the end of the year. Maybe not. If I don't talk to you, have a very Merry Christmas. And that's, Likewise. Yeah, that's to you guys. That's to listeners, too. Check us out on your uh, podcast app, social media, YouTube, Twitch, all over it, and, of course, mostly superheroes.com. We'll see you next time, and happy holidays.